You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday. Wake wake him up. Wake him up. Someone bang on Green Day studio doors. Wake him up. <laughs> Hardy har har. November. I hate myself October, for that joke. December? That January? It's October 1st. It's March Madness. September has ended. Where are we? We're in October, huh? uh, allegedly. Yep, and for six days of September, we are in October, Will. Welcome. Welcome to MSU Game Month, Will. For the first time, third time ever. Welcome to MSU Game Month. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing yeah. selection, reliably low prices. Go ahead, sing it. Rock Auto, yeah, keep on reading about Rock Auto, Will. All the parts yeah. your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Yeah. Matt, we got a fun show today. We do. We got some whispers, some hints, if you will. Of gambling talk uh, up ahead, Will. But uh, gambling that you fellas, you fine folks, listening to this podcast can partake in free of charge. Ladies, whoever is free of charge. Yeah, if it's free, uh, it's for me. I I even submitted picks. I'm not even eligible to win. I I, (laughs) jonesing, jonesing to get my picks in for this thing, Will. I might too, just to see how I do. Uh, We have started a prop bet contest, and we will tell you. All about that coming up here in just a minute. Uh, but first, off the off the top, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I texted you. This is this is verbatim. I'm just gonna read it as sure. Is, okay, sure. So I texted you. I don't know, two o'clock today, something like that. Two, three o'clock doesn't matter. I texted you earlier Wednesday uh, as we were, you know, doing a little show prep. I said, Matt, what are we talking about tonight? We'll do the prop bet stuff. What else are we talking about? Within 30 seconds, here's what I got back. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We are recording tonight, aren't we? That's one text. <laughs> Next text. I'm drinking the offensive Kool-Aid. Another text. You can talk me down into it for the first segment. I'm such a bleeping clown. Mm-hmm. That's two texts right there. Another text. I know what I'm doing. Next text. Next text, I can't believe I'm doing this again after what happened last season. Next text, yeah. but here I am, next text, yep. buying yep. completely into this year's offense. One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight texts in about 30 seconds. That all could have fit in one text message. Yeah, I, I see. I'm, I'm the kind of person that likes to spread their text out. Yeah. Like if seven oh, sentences, yeah. you're getting seven to eight different texts from me. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the kind of person I am. Um. Yeah, listen, hey, I don't feel great about it. Listen. I'm going to back up here. I, I'm a Lions fan at heart, but I also despise Lions fans, like other <laughs> Lions fans, because they are just so delusional that year in, year out, it's like, oh, this is our year. Or they go down to 0-2, it's like, oh, that's okay, minor setbacks for major comebacks. It's like, okay, you people have seen this over and over and over again. Oh, wait, hold on, someone's at the door. Come, come in. Come in. Oh, 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 it's me. Oh, it's just me. It's me doing the same thing with Michigan State's offense this year. I said last year that this team would be a wait, double. Wait, 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 Where'd you get a clown horn thing? 
Uh, one hour of clown honking on YouTube is. Uh, I can keep that on in the background oh, okay. softly if, okay. if you don't mind. You know, it'd be suiting for the rest of the segment. Um, so what has happened to me hold is on, that last. Hold on, okay. we're, not, we're still in the intro. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We will soon be doing this every single day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, go ahead. Last year, well, I said this team would win double-digit wins. That's a minimum of ten. Oh, excuse me. Hold on, he's back in. Um, What do they do? They and this is off the heels of a horrible offensive season. Uh, They just reshuffled the staff. It's the same people. It's the same hurt offensive line. And I thought ten-win season New York's New Year's Six bowl game. Well, after leaving last season, I how on earth did I ever have faith in this team? How on earth could I? We have just lost our starting quarterback, Will. We have lost Cody White. We really have an offensive line that <laughs> can't stay healthy for more than uh, an offseason, seemingly, in the last few years, Will. It's been really not great. A whole new receiving core, Will. I'm in. I bought in. I bought in. I'm, I'm doing it all over again. I'm a Lions fan. I'm doing it all over again. I believe in this offense. I don't know why. So what? Rocky Lombardi's the first year starting quarterback, and his arm and accuracy, woohoo, beyond suspects. But do you know what? I'm such a sucker. I'm such a sucker that I see his frame. I see, ooh, maybe we could do Tim Tebow White here. I see the press clippings that, oh, he's actually been working out in the offseason with the quarterback's coach in Arizona, as if the other 120-something starting quarterbacks just sit on their couch over the summer and do absolutely nothing. Nope, that doesn't matter. I have bought into Rocky Lombardi. I was on, somehow, okay, I'll take a quick break here. I have no idea how I was invited to this thing, but I was on the press call the other day with Eli Collins and Jaden Reed. Anyway, hearing them talk ooh, just about the new coaching staff, the players that they've got. Jaden Reed talk about all the good reps he got against Josiah Scott last year. He's back for vengeance off a of freshman All-American season at Western. Oh, Trayvon Morgan is seven foot nine. Oh, yes, sir. We got C.J. Hayes with experience. Larice Nelson with experience. Jalen Naylor, sure, he'll stay healthy for all nine games. I am so sold on this receiving core. We have the offensive line stacked with talent with Coach Kaplan in the charge. We have Eli Collins coming back with a smattering of running backs that also includes Anthony Williams and Brandon Wright. I don't care that they scored a touchdown or less offensively in seven games last year. I do not care that they scored one touchdown or less in seven games last year, Will, because I'm a clown. I'm all back in on this offense. God, I cannot wait, cannot wait to be proven to be the clown that I am. Could do oh, some clown horns right now. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm like, here's the thing. It's like I openly know what I'm doing. Like, I, Play I the know horn. what I'm doing. I'm having like the out-of-body experience right now where it's like, Matt, like, you, you know how stupid <laughs> you sound right now. Like, of course that it's not going to pan out. Of course, you know, Rocky still has some uh, things that he's got to work on that really hasn't been proven yet. It's a really good receiving core, but it's also a really fresh receiving core. And, oh, boy, howdy, uh, the offensive line, sure, they got some talent, but can they just stay intact for a little bit? Probably not. I know what I'm doing. I, I know that I'm going to get punked and they're going to average, what, 15 points a game like they did last year. And But, no, you know what, Will? I know I turned into negative Matt during the season. I know I hear the cries of Matt. Why are you always so negative as I watch MSU score a touchdown or less for the sixth time last year? But I digress. This is positivity, Matt, because this is off-season Matt, and off-season Matt 
is feeling saucy about the Michigan State Spartans offense this year, baby. Let's go. Let's go Hawking, baby. Go green. Let's, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to dump 21 points on Rutgers in week one. Oh, chase it with a 10-point performance against Michigan in week two. Oh, God, it's going to hurt so bad. All right. But no, really, I'm I'm sold. I, I cannot wait to see this offense get rocking and rolling this season, man. <sighs> Surely it won't backfire on me, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I. I have re- I have reason. Okay, here's the thing, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start really low. I, we have reason to believe that the offense can be better this year than it was last year. Now I'm gonna yes. stop you right there. I'm not gonna let anyone make the joke. Of course, <laughs> that means the bar is on the floor for this year's team. Yeah. Like that's it. It truly is on mm-hmm. the floor. To, you, it, like you, they were like 109th in like you, correct. I don't even, a bunch. They, they are running the 110 things. meter hurdles, but the hurdles are just number two pencils on the ground. Like it, it's it's <laughs> it, they don't got to jump over anything. But mm, I, I just something about something about just the, the new core, fresh energy. They, well, they said that the coaches are energized this year. Yeah. Yeah, if you read some other uh, places around the Big Ten, I'm sure they're saying that their coaching staff has actually taken it easy, and I don't even know if they're practicing around the Big Ten well. Um, no, it's just... I, I know I openly know what I'm doing right now, but I, I can't stop myself. I can't physically stop myself because like, just like I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on the team this year. Okay. 24 days, I'm feeling spicy about this team. <laughs> I'm still feeling like 4 and 5, Why 5 and 4, you, but like competent you offense. Just incapable of being a 4, a 5, a 6, a 7, a 3. Like, you got to be a 1 or a 10 constantly. Yeah, I've tried the whole, like, don't let your highs get too high or lows get too low, and like, just a remarkably boring way of life, really. Um, and also, a life I just, like, can't really understand to do. So, I'm going um, to give my rebuttal to everything you just said after a quick. Yeah, let, let me. Yeah, please, please level set me here, Will. Yeah, uh, but first, a word from RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for twenty years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. I just blew through your queue. I'm sorry. RockAuto, it's okay. I'm just warming up the pipes for RockAuto. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether mm. it's for your classic car daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your doormat. Yes, sir, Just Will. Right to your freaking door. Best right of all, there. prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend mm. up to twice as much for the same parts, Matt? You wouldn't do it. <laughs> You'd be an absolute clown. <laughs> a complete Perfect. three-ring Perfect. circus clown, man. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it's someone who doesn't go to Rock Auto and someone who believes that Michigan State's offense is just going to be explosive this year. Same person. Same person. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. 
From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay. Yeah, please. I, I, I need this, Will. I need this. Is this. Does this mark our first therapy session of this football season? No, because therapy sessions when you're about to jump over the edge. Okay. Because you're so sad and upset. Oh, well, excuse me for being disappointed in last year's season at multiple times, Will. Excuse me for caring. I didn't. I wasn't being accusatory. You're so insecure. <laughs> Jeez. Just relax. Yeah. Touche. No, I, I, I won't do that, but touche okay. to the other part. I'll give you between three and nine reasons to get all worked up. Hey! <laughs> Got him. Um, okay, so I think there is legitimate reason for optimism around yeah. the offense. Yeah, let's go. Get, get your clown horn out, Will. Let's go, baby. I'm not... I don't I think they're going to be awesome. I think by the end of the year, they could be humming along pretty good. Like, okay. game... Seven, eight, nine. You'll be like, "Hey, is this a good offense?" Right. That's that'll be kind of the thing. Like, did they just score thirty-five points in a in a game? What? Wow. Yeah. So I, I think that is sort of I don't know the the potential by the end of the season they could be forming into something pretty solid. So they have really talented, mostly unexperienced skill talent, right? Outside of Eli Collins, yes, inexperienced. Yeah, and and it's not just um, returning production, and it's not just recruiting talent. It's a mix of both, right? Right. Eli Collins wasn't a super highly rated recruit, but he has proven that he is a very capable college running back. Anthony Williams Jr. is a talented player who is pretty highly regarded. Same with Jordan Simmons, uh, the true freshman in the backfield. Like, you know, pretty solid recruit there, someone who could come in and, and perhaps make a decent impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Reed, freshman All-American. We've seen the potential of Speedy Naylor if he can stay healthy. Trey Mosley uh, appears to be a pretty solid receiver. And then there's a bunch of freshmen, redshirt and true freshmen, uh, who look to be really talented receivers. Not a lot of experience. I mean, there are some guys, CJ Hayes, Larice Nelson, but they seem to be lower down in the depth chart. So it's a lot of youth there, but a lot of talent. In the receiver group, uh, Trenton Gillison's another one who high pedigree, maybe figured something out, maybe, you know, that pinstripe bowl is a sign of things to come. Either way, there's talent there. Can he get better? I think there's reason to believe the offensive line will be better. Uh, that sophomore group, second year the, group, is, yeah. is, is a legit little group. And there's enough competence around them. That I mean, they, all three of them might not even play uh, full time this year, just because there are other solid players. I mean, health is gonna be the big thing with this group. But like you said, if they can stay healthy, I have faith in in Chris Kapilovic. Uh He's done some really good jobs elsewhere. I don't see why he couldn't here. There's some former highly ranked recruits on that line. There's some guys who have shown flashes. Luke Campbell was uh, all-freshman right tackle in the Big Ten, and so when you're like, hey, this guy's really good, and it's just injuries have really hampered him. There's other guys that have had stretches of really good play. And so you just think, like, okay. Last year, the year before, hurt a lot. 
we didn't feel great about the coaching. Now we feel better about the, the coaching. Let's maybe fall on the right side of health luck this year. I can see the line taking step forward. Not a dominant line, but again, towards yeah. the end of the season. Hey, this is a pretty good offensive line, right? That's kind of my biggest point of like optimism, borderline delusion, is that like my, my dumb sports fan brain goes to it, it literally can't be any worse than last year can it like as far as health on the offensive line goes I think it was what was it was it not week one where they were already on their third string left tackle it was because Cole Chewins and AJ Curie were both out it was sensational yeah and it didn't get much better from there the rest of the season just from every no, spot of the like line six so people played left tackle last so year. like on one hand like yeah like these are talented kids with depth and well they have depth there because uh everyone had to play last year because yeah. everyone got hurt so like i'm reading all these names and all them sound familiar and even the ones that didn't really play a lot like you got jacob isaiah i don't know what's gonna happen with james ohanba but he was a uh, a guy that uh, was pretty highly regarded. Uh, mm-hmm. Devontae Dobbs got some spin last year. But, like, these are still guys that, like, have a good pedigree coming into college. And, yeah, just like you were saying, you match them up with the people that do have experience, like Arkiri, Matt Allen, Kevin Jarvis, of course. Um, yeah. Luke Campbell, sorry. That, that was the other um, mm-hmm. super experienced guy out there. Like, that combined with, okay, it can't be worse than last year injury-wise unless a meteor crashes into the stadium. And Coach Cap leading the way. Like, I know it's just his first year there, but, like, he did great things in one year at Colorado last year. So, like, he did, that... He did pretty good things. Great uh, great, for, great, great for Colorado's um, expectations, I would say, though. I mean... They, they made... They came from a bad place. They yeah. came from a very bad place here before he, he stepped in. There's a lot so, of metrics, advanced numbers, where the offensive line stepped up under Cap. It, it's, they weren't, you know, uh, great as a unit, but they were improved. And I'll take improved. Like that, that's just yeah. all I need to hear really. So <laughs> of, of all the things on like the offensive uh, side of the ball, like those four position groups over there, if you take receivers, running backs, quarterback, offensive line is probably, no, definitely where most of my hope, delusion, and optimism is coming from right now. Yeah. And that brings us to quarterback, which. That's not an important position. That's fine. It's, that's fine. You know, we'll see who wins the job. Um, a lot of people, a lot of fans are already done with Rocky Lombardi because of t- the 2018 season, and I get it. He was bad. <laughs> There's no way to defend uh, his statistical production, the offensive pr- production like with him under center, uh, anything like that. It was bad, bad, bad. You're not going to hear me say that it wasn't bad, but... You look good against Purdue. Is, is that your butt? Is that what you're going to say? No, I mean, he had some... Actually, I did go back and watch, and there were some... Like, they made it easy on him with some easy decisions. The throws necessarily were like, hey, these are still hard throws. Maybe let him throw it over the middle. Um, but he did make some nice throws uh, against Purdue. But that year, we've talked about it, was an unmitigated, unmitigated disaster on the offensive side of the ball from... Every perspective. That's put it nicely. Ever they 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 played a game with their top three receivers hurt, mm-hmm. and one of their starting receivers that game was wearing a cast, and they won. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Brandon Brandon Sowards was like number two on the depth chart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Former yes. walk on who started the season as like the number nine receiver was eventually playing every single snap. The running back situation was awful. 
the offensive line is like 11 or 12 different people playing on the offensive line during the season. And then you add in the scheme nightmare, the play calling we weren't a fan of, the quarterback shuffle from hell yeah. where you just have no idea and a redshirt freshman getting in and out and in and out and then he's pulled, he does okay and then he's pulled and the guy he's pulled for has a torn labrum and you're like, wait, what's going on? And then they let him throw and they're like, oh, hey, freshman, you're back in for the third quarter. Don't get killed. Everyone else is hurt. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Good luck out there. Toodles. Yeah. So I'm not going to, again, say it was good, but I'm not, the jury's still out on, on him. That was two years ago. And just an awful situation. The two spots he got to play last year, everyone else on the team was trying to get back on the bus already. Um, and one was in the pouring rain against Penn State. So, I mean, those weren't great either. But, like, I want to see something designed around him with him as the starter, if he wins the job, before I'm ready to call it. And we may know very quickly. We may know, like, second series, like, oh, this is going to be a long season on offense. Uh, if this is the best option, or it could look semi-competent, right? There could be more, you mentioned Tebow light offense, and we should, every time we say that word Tebow, we should make sure we're saying like, hey, we're not comparing the players, we're just like, they're similar skill sets, big dudes who run strong at the quarterback position and don't throw it well, right? Yeah, Tebow light, 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 yeah. light, so light. Like, Let's light. do some QB power stuff, QB ISO. Just run, essentially feed Rocky to the linebacker wolves is what run we're doing. Fear, Just get out yeah. there and bruise him. Let, let's go, kid. Stuff like that, you know, stuff where his skill set can be highlighted because there are things that he can do well. So I want to see what it looks like with him if he is the starter before I'm ready to make a judgment. I know that's wild to be like, I'd like to see it first before I decide. Yeah, that's, that's not the business we're in, though, Will. Come on. No, that's a bit of Simon. So, that's not how I like to think. I'm some. I don't know. I'm somewhat optimistic that the offense will have moments of competence, and by the end of the season, we'll feel good about the future. I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains and a lot of moments where you're like, "Yeah, yeah, this sucks." Scoring six against Michigan, losing twenty-nine to six, kind of sucks. Uh, better than last year's margin. All right, gross. Better than last year's margin. Yeah. Well, Michigan's got to break in some new guys too, and that's week two. So we're not going to talk about the Ohio State game. Please, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's a great segue into uh, the next segment because I think the Ohio State game is going to be part of one of my mortal locks mm. in your uh, prop sheet here. Will <laughs> fantastic. So we'll talk about our fifty prop bets for Michigan State football. Break them down one by one, all 50, baby. Let's go. After a quick word from Built Bar, Built Go, Matt. Built Go. Let's talk about that. We are not talking about the bars. You know the bars. We love the bars. Talk about the bars bars. a ton. We've got a new product here, Matt. Yes, we do. Delicious, too. Built Go. Yes. It is an energy and protein gel that combines like an energy drink, a pre-workout, and a protein shake, all into one little pack of gel that you just pop it in there, take her down, and get ready for your workout. And you and I were texting about this. Yes, absolutely. You were you were traumatized from a previous 
protein energy gel experience yeah. years ago. Yeah, I had an energy gel in high school uh, before a football game because apparently I needed one to play <laughs> two snaps and sit out the rest of the game. Um, yes. But yeah, I just thought that was important for that Friday night. Disgusting uh, that that fine evening, that fine fall evening back in 2009. However, back their protein gels are back with Bill <laughs> Bar Baby. Gel. Let's go. <laughs> are back. I was nervous and apprehensive too. You gave me that ringing endorsement. I was like, all right, let's give her a go. Matt, you are right. They've got three great flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, mm-hmm. coconut, and chocolate mint. These are just little packs of energy gel. You pop them in, you get on your way to working out. They've got seven energy sources, natural honey, which is delicious, vitamin B3, caffeine, 15 grams of protein, vitamin B6, and vitamin B12. I forgot one, beta alanine. Ooh, fun. Yeah, Change that one up. Here we go. It's a fancy word. For this high energy formula helps you ignite your workout, sustain long runs, lifting sessions, whatever you do, try Built Go before you do it. And with this promo code, you can get $10 off your next order. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Matt. Let's talk about it. Let's let's, let's talk let's talk so, props. Let's talk props. Uh, let's talk so, props. Spartanswill.substack.com. How many L's in that will? <clears throat> One. Mm. That's important. Yes. One L. My name. Not oh. getting sued. I might. Nice. We'll see. Yeah, play bigger. <laughs> uh, Matt, we are hosting a football season prop bet contest. Pumped. This will keep you locked in for the entire season. Yep. This is great. I love this. It's a cooperative effort between my newsletter and this podcast. And what we've done, you can go to spartanswill.substack.com. You've tweeted it out. I've tweeted it out. And we're going to continue tweeting it out a ton uh, up until October 15th, which will be the last day you can submit your answers. We've got 50 proposition bets for you. And we're going to go through some here in a little bit. You pick uh, your answers for every single one, and the winner takes home the prize pool, Matt. And it's it's not bad. No, it's it's a nice haul here for, for first place for sure. Yep. So <clears throat> as of now, we're going to try to get more. The aforementioned Built Go Energy Packs, mm-hmm. we got an 18-pack of those, three or six of each flavor, six peanut butter honey, six chocolate coconut, ah, six chocolate mint, variety. an 18-pack variety pack of Built Go. So that's one thing. So 18 good workouts is what we're giving you. 18 right good workouts. Yep. We also have one free t-shirt of your choice from No, don't home say it. Don't say home field. Apparel. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The fine Turn folks off. at home field have agreed to supply a prize for this contest. If you win, we'll reach out to you. You will tell us. You'll go on Homefield's website, pick any shirt you want. It, you know, it should be Michigan State, but if you don't want it to be, pick whatever T-shirt you want from Homefield and whatever size, and you'll get it absolutely free. That is fantastic uh, because we love Homefield and everyone loves Homefield. So, a free shirt from them is awesome. And we also have a twenty-five-dollar Amazon gift card in there, and if you want a $25, like you win, and you're like, yeah, I'd rather have iTunes, we'll work that out, okay? Just a $25 gift card, just to sweeten the pot a little bit, and we're going to keep working on getting more prizes. We got got a while here, so we're going to try to get as many prizes as we can, Matt. So that's the skinny of it. Look for that on 
social media if you want to join. Let's go through a few props here, though, uh, with the last four or five minutes of the show. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I got a few. Not no. You know, I, I'm going to lean fully into it. They're locks. These are locks. Okay. Well. I was just going to say. I liked your idea. You mentioned earlier. You've got a few mortal locks. And you also mentioned the Ohio State game, and I'm just going to scroll right down to the bottom of the page. Um, I'm sorry to be such a Debbie Downer after starting this <laughs> podcast on such an absolute complete high. Um, margin of defeat for MSU over 21.5 points, under 21.5 points. I'll be jazzed if they keep it within 41 uh, against Ohio State this year. So I'm, I'm going to go over uh, 21.5 points for biggest margin of defeat for MSU. And on the flippity-flop, uh, margin of victory is 10.5. I don't know if I have a mortal lock one way or another, but I figured I'd shout out that prop bet um, before going any further here. So you said, okay, mortal lock is over on both of those. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go. I'll go mortal lock on over ten and a half okay. points for for a victory. Why not? Yeah, a little, little backdoor. Uh, oh, hey, we just beat Rutgers by eleven points. Action for you on uh, opening night. Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the score last year? Thirty-four fourteen. Uh yeah, and it wasn't even that close from what I remember. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm pulling up because oh yeah, it's thirty-four to ten. So that was twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the year before that, Ohio State won by 20, then we had 45, so big one there. Then Ohio State won by 1, then Michigan yep. State won, then t- Ohio State won by 12, Michigan State won, Ohio State won by 1, Michigan State won, and then, uh, yeah, 2008 was ugly, 2007 was close, 2006 ugly, 2005 was closer, you know. <laughs> 15 years of history. <laughs> I know. I'm saying 2003 was close, 2004. What I'm saying is, yes, Ohio State has run things, and Michigan mm-hmm. State has had up and down stretches. They've had the most success against them amongst 20, any Big Ten 20, team, though. Yeah, 21 and a half's a lot. Like, a lot of years. Most years, even when Ohio State. You know, Ohio State was really good in 2018, and Michigan State was not. Mm-hmm. It was a 20-point game. You know what's happened? Like I, I could block what happened last year with the offense out of my head. I just can't block the margin of defeats from last year out of my head, though. Because <laughs> from yeah. oh no, it just it just didn't go from that Ohio State game on. It just felt like bloodbath after bloodbath after bloodbath. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that one. I knew. I know a lot of people are going to look at that and go over because of course, of course, of course. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, like you know, Michigan State. There's some good players in defense. You can keep it close. Yeah, and that's how Vegas keeps their line, too. They bait everyone with a big old slice of cheese uh, like me, and I think it just took it. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Sorry, and I actually have the responses up in front of me um, so I can sort of see the, the breakdown percentage. Let us let me do this. So you have okay. your locks. I uh, do. Do you have any other locks? Yeah, I got a few more. Um, if Chase Klein, he will be the starting middle linebacker, I would presume, for your Michigan State We Spartans. have no idea. <laughs> Uh, well, he I, okay, maybe not middle linebacker, but I believe he'd be starting. And over under for tackles is fifty and a half in nine games. Fifty and a half. Correct in nine games. Fifty and a half. I, it's a different scheme. Or, or I want to remind sure. you, this is a I know, new scheme. I know. Oh, but scheme doesn't change the personality, and the personality I see in Chase Klein, and we've <laughs> talked crazy. how insane he is. Like, I could see him pulling, like, a Ray Lewis and, like, being, like, the guy that jumps on the pile five seconds after the tackle and getting a half tackle recorded just for that sequence with some home cooking in the stat book. Um, okay. No, I, he, he likes physicality. I'm sure he'll like getting on the dog pile. So, yeah, just a half tackle, full tackle at a time, however you want to slice it. He's going to break 50 and a half. Uh, Bocce last year, 72 tackles, and that was uh, in just eight games for a shortened season for him. So 
Uh, I, I think Chase Klein is going to go maniac and go over 50 and a half. I, I like that one for my second mortal lock. Okay. And so Joe Bocci was a uh, middle linebacker in a defense that was designed for the middle linebacker to rack up tackles. I, I'm just saying. Cor- correct. I, I, but it was also 20 more. That, like, 72 against 50 and a half. Like, I'm, I'm going off a little personality and a little uh, reps right now is, is what I'm going for for that over 50 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's some here that have really strong responses one way or another. I'm not going to give them out because that's an edge to the sure, people it is. who are yeah. doing here. Um, I will say, though, uh, all that we see in the mentions is like, oh, I took a lot of unders. <laughs> like, not everyone's taking a lot of unders. See, I, wa- I was a little surprised about that. There's some overs, some unders. I want to talk about a few of my favorites. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, okay, so we did some weird proppy things. My One of my favorite ones is how many times will Mel Tucker wear a quarter zip sweater or a quarter zip shirt during a game? I think I'm smashing that over right now. I, I said it two and a half. I went yeah. back and looked. I went back and looked at Colorado. <laughs> nice. Um, so I don't think we'll see, because it'll be October 24th, I don't think we're going to see Polos. Um, he had coaching shorts too as well. Yeah, that'd be a big I don't think we're going to see move. polos or coaching shorts. Or maybe see a long sleeve polo because he does wear that. Like he'll wear an Under Armour or under a polo. Gotcha, okay. A lot of hoodies in the Mel Tucker mm. uh, wardrobe. A lot of hoodies during games. I like that play. All right. But he does quarter zips. There's quarter zips in there as well. So I look like hoodies was the prevailing one. I'm thinking nine games. Set, you know, Two or three times we're going to see a quarter zip. As I went two and a half there. So I'm not really sure. That's solid. Which, you know, you could smash that over, but the man wears a lot of I hoodies. I don't know if I'm smashing it. I'm just lightly touching it wears now. Wears a lot After of hoodies. That. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right, let's pick another one here. Uh, so we got, mixed I, up, I, just to give you an idea, a lot of them are like uh, Chase Klein total tackles, Antoine Simmons total tackles for a loss, Jaden Reed total touchdowns, stuff like that, right? Yeah. We also have uh, will an MSU kick hit an upright? <laughs> yeah, I, I went yes, just because I feel like we're due for one. Um, <laughs> makes yeah, and misses too. Makes and misses count. It can go in or it can go out. but does It, it just has to touch iron. Doink. Yeah, that's all. Yes. Yep. So that's that's a, a fun one there. Um, I like this one that you added. Number of drives it takes to score the first offensive touchdown of the season. You had it at three and a half. I almost put it two and a half. Yeah, three and a half is a big number. Yeah. Because then I thought, like, man, two drives is it's too quick. Let me get three. New offense, right? Yeah. And ideally, that's when MSU would score the touchdowns last year is in the first two drives because, well, the scripted plays, and then when it was time to make adjustments, we all know how that went. Um, yeah, but... Uh, three and a half is a big number, but I feel like it's the right number for the, the circumstances going on here. It's a good line. There's some good lines in here. Here's another one. What is longer? The longest field goal made by MSU plus five yards. No. Or the longest offensive touchdown play. So let's say the longest field goal of the season is 43 yards. We add five to it. That's 48 yards. Does MSU score a touchdown longer than 48 yards. That's a big play. It is. Well, and you're so you're assuming that Jack Olson's also kicking at some point this season with the 43 yarder going in. All right. Nice. Michael, or sorry, Matt, Co- <laughs> I should say, call him Gagger all the time. Matt Coughlin made like a 47 yarder last year. I, I just simply don't believe that. It's like 46 or 47. I'm serious. He did. No, I, I okay, listen, I, I know he did. I'm sorry. I, I should stop being mean. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was 40, I think it was 46, because I set it at 44 and a half for his longest field goal this year. 
I, I hope he comes in with a new attitude this year. I, I hope this offseason was good to him. I, co- I hope he comes in with steroids injected into his leg. <laughs> yes. I hope, how, how would they make people taller like in ancient China? I think they would like break your legs, put cranks in them, and crank your shins. I, I hope he also comes back like six foot five too. Like, I, just adds another foot yes. to his height. That'd be nice, video game style. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, here temperature for kickoff at MSU's coldest game. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I, I lowered it. You had it at forty and a half. I made it so, thirty and a half. This is why I had it at or forty and a half. half. Thirty-eight and a half. Is because. I was at the miserable 2018, no, 2017, excuse me, 2017 senior game uh, against Maryland when it was the worst weather I've ever sat in. That was officially 40 degrees on record for kickoff, which I don't know how, because uh, it was definitely like snowy and sleeting and borderline hailing outside. So I, I don't really know how that works temperature wise, but that, that was what it was on the books for. Okay. So, but so, no, it, going into December, late November, I, I feel like 38 and a half or 39 and a half, whatever we had, was, was a solid one. Yeah. So. Check those out, uh, spartanswill.substack.com. I've tweeted them out at will underscore underscore hunter, one out two underscores. Matt has as well at Sheehan underscore sports. We've got, as of uh, recording right now, 84 entries into it. Only enter once, please. It's a Google form, so you can cheat, I guess, if you want to be that person and, and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I th- I'd like to think karma will catch up to you and you will just lose even worse than you would had you just done it once. I lose every contest that I enter twice <laughs> at, so yeah, t- take it from me. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out, enter, and we've got some good prizes. We're going to hopefully get some more, but at, at the very least, we've got a decent prize pack to start this thing off, Matt. Totally. No, you did a great and, job uh, aggregating this, yeah. And we've got uh, some promo codes as well in there for you for Homefield and for Built Bar, so check that out. As well. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Another week in the books. Mm-hmm. The next time we reconvene, Matt, how many days will we be out from football? That is so much math to do right now. Uh, 20-ish. 20-ish, I feel like, is a safe number to It'll give. be our next show is the 5th, so we'll be one, So 19 two, days. Oh, my God. We'll be three weeks away. We're going to do three shows next week. Oh. And then I think starting October 12th, we're going to jump back up to five. Wow. I think we're going to do it. Maybe four. Wow. Definitely more than three. Wow. Maybe wow. four. What a time but to be alive, Will. Definitely more than three. And then the week after that, starting 26, 27, 20, or 20, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, five days a week. We'll do right a when full, my kid comes, perfect. This is yep. great. <laughs> great timing. <laughs> three of the, uh, th- Matt will be here for like one or two shows, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'll Who be knows? here. We'll figure it out, but we're, we're going to be back in full swing. We picked terrible time. You picked a terrible time to have a child. Yeah, and hindsight's twenty twenty. Listen, I, I don't feel great about it, but it is what yeah. it is. At least mine is like starting to grow a little bit. and like. Oh, he's probably walking and talking at this point. He's getting there. He yeah. is getting there. All right, thanks so much for listening. Remind to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us into the weekend. Guys, have a great weekend. We'll also have a Morton Anderson interview coming yes. up sometime next week. He's going to join us for one, two, maybe three seconds. I have no idea. We're interviewing him tomorrow. So, yeah, Spartan Hall of Fame member Morton Anderson on the pod. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Go Green.